If you love Rhode Island high school football, if you love um, especially Westerly Bulldog football history, then stay tuned. This next segment, Sal Marano, Lou Mazzucci, a couple of Westerly Hall of Famers, they sit down and they tell us some history that you don't want to miss going back decades, going back to the 60s. They talk about the great basketball teams Westerly had. They talk about the great football teams. Westerly Pee Wee football, how it was created Definitely don't want to miss this one. Sal Marano, Hall of Famer, Lou Mazzucci, two legends in football in this area. But thanks for listening. Can we keep it real? Always keep it real, always keep it authentic, and always keep it 100. How you doing? It's Mikey Ravel, the host of the Bulldog Report, and we have two Bulldog historians, two Bulldog former players, Sal Marano and Lou Mazzucci, right? Right. So, Sal, we'll start off with you. Um, you played for, you know, the Bulldog team, and your family, you know, has history with the Bulldogs. Um, Jim was... The Pee Wee's first quarterback from... My cousin Jim was the first Pee Wee football qu- quarterback. Um, I have a, a, a cousin, John, who put, uh, graduated from Wesley in 1957. He was a halfback for Wesley. And I was the next one in line. Um, I played on Sal Jerry's first team wow. um, uh, back in 1964. Um and then we were undefeated in the league in 64. And then in 1965, we were undefeated all, all, all together. One of the top teams in Rhode Island and New England. Um, uh, it was a great, great uh, time uh, for Wesley football. And basically what it was, it, it was the start of... Um, um, it was the start of when base, Westley was a basketball school. And it was the transition over Westley being a basketball school to a football school. And Coach Jerry had a lot to do with that. Have a seat, Lou. Have a seat, Lou. Joining up is, is um, Lou Mizuchi, another former Westley, um, Westley Bulldog. Because before 1964 came, there was just a high school football team, and it was mainly basketball, because from what I looked under the stats, the 40s to the 60s had a very, very good basketball team. Oh, yeah. Very phenomenal basketball team. Do you want to sit here? Because you've got to be able to understand what he's saying. Well, I can sit next to him. I will. Okay, we're back. Had a little technical difficulty, but joining is Lou. Mizuchi and Sal Marano, you know, they're both on WBLQ. You can uh, listen to them Saturday mornings talking Bulldog football, URI, sports show. Um, so we'll, we'll get back to what Lou was saying. Yeah, Lou was talking. Uh, I mentioned something about the 40s. Yeah, the, from the 40s to the 60s, Wesley was mostly known as a basketball school. Yep. Yep. Um, they had good baseball teams. Yep. The football teams... We never drew any so, crowds. So, so, You know. You know, as long as you beat Stonington, nobody really cared. Right, that was the idea. Just beat Stonington and no one cared after that. You know, that was right. the main no, game. Not really. And Lou, Lou was a starter, if I'm not mistaken, on the 1950 team. 
1950, 1950 football. football. Yeah. He's also a star baseball player. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame. Right. That was 50. 85 years 51 old. 55 years young. God bless. 50, you look great. Yeah. 51 was your graduation year. That's my graduation. That's the last play, played Stonington and baseball. So I had five for six that day. And then the last ball, the last shot I hit, the, this left fielder come in, Johnny Christina, and off the top of his glove. I, so I come back to the scored and I said Oscar was the, Oscar Pellegrino was the scorer I said Oscar that that was a hit wasn't it I said that's six sorry Maz he should have caught it I said Oscar you got sorry he didn't give me the hit oh wow no yeah. I would have had six for six to wreck it Terry Peterson had five for six to, to so transitioning through just to give you a little history transitioning through the 50s uh, the Wesley football program had a coach named John DeGange. That's my junior and senior right. year. Who was after John? Was it John Stellatano or was there somebody in between them? Uh, f- uh, uh, Len... Mm, uh, Len Genke? Not Len. No, Len Teen was Len before John. Okay. John DeGange. So it was John DeGange, then Stelly came in. Stelly may have come in. Him and John Bob Stellatano. Bush. Yeah, and, there was um, some great history with coaches like Salaguri. I had a pleasure to meet him at right. the um, at the Thanksgiving Day game, and you know I felt like I was standing next to a superstar. Oh, Salaguri! So he's a legend. Coach. He is a legend. All oh, yeah. the stories and he so. They named a so field. So I just want to give you some some more of the history. That way you, because this is basically about football. Even though I played baseball, Lou played baseball. Actually, I was. I think I was better in baseball than I was in football. Although I, <laughs> my claim to fame is football. You you, you got more interest in football, Sal. You yeah. like the you like the contact. Maybe right? it was a hitting. Right. You know. I, I'll go into some of that. So but, so not so now we're into the late fifties. John Stellatano's the head coach. Wesley's not. They they may win two or three games a year. Uh, they beat Stonington maybe every other year. Take care, buddy. Yep. All right. Um, so now we're in the early '60s. Um, they, 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 they had a coach named Bob Peltier, coach for either two or three years. Wesley just—they had some decent players, but collective, you know, collectively they yeah. weren't. Kyle Milimaki played in that era. Yeah, um, Kyle was very good in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Great athlete. And there's an award named after yeah, him, right? Outstanding right. lineman. Outstanding yeah. lineman. And then. Um, Bob Peltier left, and a guy named Barry Dietz coached for. Um, he didn't stay too long. He stayed so. for. Um, I'm going to say three years, Lou. And Barry, um, uh, just he he did well his first year. They they tied for the championship, I think. Um, but then he everything went kind of went downhill. Um, so Barry. We don't know the whole story. No, we don't. The uh, especially the players. I was just coming up the ranks. Eighth grade, ninth grade. Barry was still the coach. At tenth grade, Barry was my head coach, and Sal Jerry was the assistant coach. There was two coaches, and I start. You know, there was a bunch of us guys, kids. I think there was about five of us that started just about every game from our sophomore year to our senior year. After our sophomore year, we was a very, very poor team. Um, we were three, and believe it or not, we were actually won three games, won the first three games, and then we lost the last seven. 
lost to Storrington twice. But I did, I was a starter in those two Storrington games um, with Brian, Brian, and Gary Capalbo, yeah. and Barato, Good and there may have been one or two others. But that was like a nucleus. See, that was the sophomore group. Okay, we're just, right, just coming up, but Barry Dietz went on a sabbatical, like a leave of absence. Yeah. So they needed a coach, and the most logical guy was Sal Algeri. So a lot of people don't realize that he was only an interim coach. Right, and then in, he, in '64. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Right time, right place. Right, right time, right place. And he, he was a, when he first took over, he did not want. He wanted that job. He was a teacher. That's where he made all his money mostly. But he wanted the he wanted the head foot, and he was a taskmaster. I mean, he used to it was like marine marine boot camp, basic training. All summer, he 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 put us through the paces all summer. What he would two a day he, sessions. And during, but during the summer, he'd be over there playing for the Hilltops first base, and he'd be looking over because where the football field is now was like a big pasture, big green pasture, and we used to practice. Like Monday through Friday, like in, even in July, we'd practice over there. No, we couldn't have coaches. Just next to the gym, where the yeah. gymnasium was. No, well, the football field. No, no, that, it was where the field is now. Yeah, where the or Jerry Field is now. Okay, that was like where they played soccer and ran track. Yeah. It was like a where our Jerry Phil is now was just mm-hmm. a big green piece of grass. Right. And we used to practice over there. And he'd be spying on us from first base, making sure that anybody screwed up, he still couldn't screw up because he'd be looking from a distance. That's how Heavy intense he was. To everything. So that year we had a pretty good year. We were seven and two. We lost to Stonington twice. Now there's four losses I've got against Stonington. That, oh yes, that, that really hurts. That hurts. Right. That hurts. There's four, but I. Don't forget, us, me and my guys, we started every one of those games. Now, there's four. So now it's, it comes time for my senior year. And um, the Brian Kent, Brian DiMaggio, who's probably one of the greatest of all time. I said one of. Um, Barato, one of the greatest of all time. Gary Capalbo, another superstar. Myself. We had a, maybe a couple other guys. And I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. But it was my senior year. And you saw how Wesley ran through Stonington yes. on Thanksgiving Day. But we used to do that in every game, like Wesley did, kind of. Yeah, right. Right? So we went undefeated that year. So now all of a sudden everybody in town has got the buck. Now it's the basketball team is kind of like, eh. Now taking know. second place now, to the you football know, it's like, team. Yeah, we're kind of like we're in Class A, we're in class a Suburban. But we were fin- they were finishing with 500 records instead of going to Federico and even Stellatano when they'd only lose one or two games all year and they go to the New Englands. No, no more. Yeah, that don't Now happen. everybody was talking about football, right? So that's then the year after I graduated, they went undefeated as well. They went undefeated the next year. In the following year, they, were, they lost one or two games. So he won 20. Salajari won 26 games in a row. Without a loss. Wow, that's like an unbelievable record for high school football. Right. Like you just don't. It was Jim. Mar- it was Jim like Marano's senior year in high school before they lost. He was a quarterback. They lost two games that year, but they beat Stonington forty-eight to nothing in a pouring rain, which Blue might remember. That was nineteen sixty-eight. Then we then we went through a dry spell though. Jim Galusho took over, not because Jim, just maybe the talent wasn't. Didn't have the talent. Maybe, the, and then Sal came back in '71, 
And then that, that was the rise of Bobby Mitchell. And then Joe Mixie. They won 11 straight games. Yeah, and that, so it, it didn't happen all... Well, not 11 straight 11 straight Stonington games. Oh, oh right, yes, right. I've After seen that. That, that. Yeah, that, that was in the was, was, Yeah, that, was sta- that started in 71, One. I think. 71. That was a good era because right. before that, no. you had two games, three games, go back right. to four. Stonington, Westerly. Yeah. yeah. They won 11 of them yeah. in a row. Yeah, that but was just some, unbelievable. Something happened way before that, though, you, you sh- people should know about. In 1965, Wesley played in their last Amos Estate game. Right, that was the end. Of that, two games. Right, that was it. It was 1965. I was a senior, and they played it on a Wednesday night before 5,000 people. Wow. Right. And we 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 set a record, other than 122 to nothing, which I can't. Nobody can ever prove. Set a record for the most touchdowns in a half against Stonington. Six touchdowns. In a half. It was tied by this year's team, scored six touchdowns. Right, yeah. I heard you say that during the last show right. that we did with Coach right. Miranda. That was a hell of a... That, what you saw this past Thanksgiving, this this game, that, that was a record-breaking half and also really one of the, the best... The only one, <clears throat> I think... Toronto had what four or five touchdowns? Something like touchdown? that, yeah. Five, I believe. For the the only guy that had more was Jeff Moore in 1915. Yeah. He had seven. Yeah, and they also yeah. talk about yeah, Justin but that was, Lamb. I'm about the half. The half. Right, for the half, yeah. Right. When they talk and about I'm, that and, and, record. You know, and Jeff Moore's record probably will never be broken, right. I don't think. Right, no, he it, had um, no, seven. Believe, but, right? but nobody can really prove it. It's kind of like anecdotal. They don't, they don't, they can't. Prove it, but they just know that he scored seven touchdowns. Okay, so now, so now we're back into the to lose sons era. Seventy-one, Bobby Mitchell, and my brother was a sophomore. He was a starting fullback. Next, the next year, Bobby was a, a senior, um, and then they had a hell of a team name. My brother John Mixie was Louis in there. First year, that was seventy-two, but they didn't go to the Super Bowl because they got beat by East Greenwich. Yeah. But they a, only had one loss. They were nine and one. Nemesis, nine and one. The following year, they all came together. Eleven straight games they won. And Stonington. Right. And, and, and they beat Stonington fifty-three to six or fifty-three oh, to eight. Uh, Joe Mixie. Joe Mixie. My brother had a touchdown. Undefeated team. Seventy-one. My brother. Just so my brother John, kind of carrying on the mantle. You know, Jimmy was the coach at the time. Jimmy Moreno was. Well, now he was, he was coach, a coach, superintendent, and teacher, right? Right. Yeah, but not that year. He was just right. a coach and a phys ed teacher. Salajuri was still the head coach. So Seventy. So now you got that was 72, 73. That's the year I'm talking about. And seventy four, Bob Gebler was the head quarterback, right? And then that's when you had that's Louis. That's Louis. Sure. Yeah, that was a hell of a team. That was another team, undefeated team. Yeah, they I read beat, about that They team. beat Warren in the Super Bowl. And they beat Wesley, Middletown Wesley beat Middletown a year before in the Super Bowl. Then they made the mistake of, of, of bumping up to Class A. And Which is now Division One, I believe. Right. We shouldn't have been in there. Yeah. It's, so that's when they... But we still went on a string of beating Stonington. Yeah, and in the middle a, of that was this controversial field goal. 
that was supposedly too high. Too so high, they couldn't tell. Right. Yes, right. I heard about hey, that also. And yeah, man, we say it was good, they said it wasn't. Who who can tell? Right. Yeah, yeah. too high, yeah, that, too low. Yeah. So basically, that's then when then you've got Jimmy Morano, you know, ca- carrying the ball. He had two Super Bowl wins, had one Super Bowl loss. His son played on a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Lou's M- team. Mike. Lose, Mike. Thir- East Greenwich, thirteen to seven, they got beat. They East Greenwich was a nemesis. Yeah, and it was a freezing cold night. Oh, it was cold. They oh. say Jimmy was the first person to be a quarterback at the Pee Wee level, and then he went on that year to be a quarterback um, in no, high not, school. Mm, yeah, but he, he was, was the a, first quarterback the Pee Wee's ever had. Yeah, that was the first year. Yeah. Sixty-four. Yeah. Right. They 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 put put the league together. put the team together. The Capucho Boys, Denny yes, Marie, Denny. And that was yeah, the Capucho boys right. very, you know, very instrumental. Yeah, because right. Charlie Vaca told me a story about how they, how it was the town farm, and they were looking for a place, and he said they had the town, three assessors. The town did for dollar, right? Yeah, now, for a dollar. Uh, here's the thing: with I pe- cut brush there. Here's, that's right. We all. Yeah. Wow. I remember you cut brush. But, but this is a, this is what everybody forgets, and I don't I don't brag about it. I was on I was on Pee Wee football committee. I, I, I couldn't coach because I was on the town council. Lou had run with me that year. He lost by like 30, 40 votes. He should have yeah. got on, in. I get in. They make me liaison to the recreation board. So now, But I'm still in the peewee football. So the Capuchos are driving me nuts. Richie especially. Okay, come on. What the fuck? What, what did all this improvements to that field... They made it beautiful. What you see there, that's a beautiful field. It is oh, a beautiful oh, field. It's Sammy more Anton. better than but high school. The town still owned the friggin' field. Sammy, they could have kicked them out at any time. Sammy Antosh laid it all out. Engineering wise. An Sammy engineer. Antosh. The Capuchos were the and Denny, they were instrumental. The Vacas. Joe Joe, Joe Vaca. Yeah. Joe was they were all right in there. Joe has been there since nineteen sixty five, I believe. Uh, a right. year after right. the league started, right. which right. is amazing. But anyway, the deal was, hey, what, what are we doing here? We did all this work. Yeah. Sal, you're on the you're you're on the town council. Yeah. We want we want that field in our name. He said, well, what the That's fuck? tough. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Well you had the vote. So, so. We, went, we went to um our our uh, our uh, solicitor was um, um, begins with a V. Um, Nacarado, Vinny Nacarado. He says, "Sal, you can't do it." The, uh, the attorney for the Pee Wee football was John Toscano. They were all, they were good friends. They all know one another. You know, I said, "Geez, we got to do something." Gonna, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you a lease. Perpetual lease forever and ever for one dollar a year. One dollar. One dollar a year. Right? Mm. And um, I went back to the guys and they said, This is what the deal is. Eh, all right, that sounds good. They can never take it away from us. It's ours forever. Yeah. Well, it's better than that. Right. Yeah. And that's still that way. They you know, pay, I, don't, I don't know if they ever kids. pay. They actually pay the dollar. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, but I know thousands of kids um, go through the Pee Wee level and ended up playing high school. That so, was our feeder system. Yeah, yes, it still is. Which, which made us better football. Well, yeah. because because when I played and when Lou played, especially more so than even when I played, we wanted Pee Wee football. We would we were the, kind of like a driving force, but we had no Pee Wee football. A lot of the guys, when they got to high school, they had to teach them how to get in the stance. 
They didn't have the basics. They didn't know how to tackle. They didn't know how to block. So period football, they taught you all the fundamentals. So when you got to the high school level, get in the three-point stance, and they all know how to get in. Right. That's right. Yeah, the Pee-wee organization is a great feeder program for, like, there's so much football history in Westerly. I mean, I kind of fell in in love with the, the history part. I'm not, a you know, born and raised in Westerly. I was born, you know, I lived down towards Providence for a long time, you know, and, um, Right. But now that I'm up here I'm in the glad town, you hear, Mike. oh my God, it's you know, it's Mike, like it's love, it's community. We were all like South said, we were basketball, right? Uh, Where's Wesley? Basketball. Basketball. Now it's revolved. Now it's all football. Now, enthousi- Not all football. The, but, the, well, the, football the enthusiasm now. Football. Well, you look up West look, look, look at the crowds you get on a Friday night. Yeah. You get Unbelievable. people. Oh, Unbelievable. Easy. And then the people that listen on WBLQ and Westerly Life, now oh, that they live stream hundreds, it. Hundreds of them. You got people in the armed service from Turkey that were watching the game a couple of weeks ago. 16,000 views so far on, on the stream. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. With the people amount of people that listen. People are watching it either on Facebook it's, it's or they, they can get it on, on, the, on their radio. And they're their saying, where is this Westerly anyway? Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. Exactly. So, what do you got? I'm going to take questions? a break and reset. Yep, give me one minute. Because I got to get moving here. I got to go. 